after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, you are tuning in to the America's Got Talent Season 11 Episode 2 After Show. We are going to be discussing everything from standing on chairs to flying drones while dancing and we might find out who the next Taylor Swift might be. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Song of the summer. Never <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to the America's Got Talent After Show. My name is Danny Golub and I am your host tonight. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want, at Danny Golub. To my left, I have my dear friend in Heidi fashion. I will look at her. Megan. Megan, hey, where girl, can they hey. find you online? You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Megan Boycott with a K. All right, everyone, so let's get into this. I just want to take a quick moment on my first note I wrote down about the show tonight. Literally, first sentence, if you guys could see it, it says, Is Simon hot? Question mark. So that is going it's to be the, question. the theme of tonight's after show. Is <laughs> Simon Cowell hot? Can I answer that for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. happened? I used to watch him on American Idol, was not attracted to him. Now he's super nice, super attracted to him. Just gonna say that. Well, at least you know it's because it's a, it's a nice quality. You know, right. you're attracted to such a good quality. I'm really just like not superficial. It's okay. the middle part. It's <laughs> yeah, the middle part, the middle part really gets you. me going. All right. <laughs> so we're gonna start off talking about Allah and Daniel, the first act of the evening. Cuteness overload, definitely. I thought at first that this was just gonna be a cute thing, a mother son swing dancing, maybe something that you'd see like in an elementary school talent show. But I was way wrong. He was amazing. Yeah, from the minute those hips started moving, I was like, oh, dang, boy can move. And the face, he's got so much face going on. It was great. He has, like, swag for a kid and yes. can really dance. I feel like a lot of times we see kids come on, and we talked about this last week, but you can't necessarily compare kids just to other kids on the show. You have to compare them to adults because they are competing for a million dollars. They are competing for an act in Vegas. This kid could dance better than most adults. He was epic. Yeah, and in this scenario, you're seeing him next to an adult. I mean, with his mother, he really matched up. My yeah. my mouth was ajar the entire time. I've definitely never seen anything like this before, and the best part was when he takes his jacket off, and on the back of his shirt, <laughs> Daniel was rhinestoned. It was really adorable. He deserved and, that. Yeah, he had his moment, you know? Like, I don't deserve a jacket with my name blinked out on it. One day, I hope, I, think I aspire do. <laughs> to get to that level, but he's already there. At Megan Boykoff, just across the back. <laughs> yes. um, but anyways, he got four yeses. Very deserving. I thought that that was fun. I've never seen anything like that on the show. Like I said, you see a lot of you know, partner dancing, and but the juxtaposition of their height was so interesting, <laughs> and it was really sweet to see a mother-son moment, and they show you, like, little clips of Simon and his kids, and uh, Heidi talks about her four kids, and so it was humanizing the judges at one <laughs> point, and also just, like, a really adorable way to open the show. One other thing, one of the first things that I thought when they were like, we're mother-son, and they just looked so happy, I was like, oh, that's not gonna last. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, there's... that kid's gonna grow up and be like, don't, I don't want to dance. It's gonna I know. be really sad. He was quick, too, the kid. Simon would ask him questions, and he was making jokes. I yeah. was impressed. They were like, are you guys married? He's like, no, I'm I... too young, or something. I don't there know, There was, was funny. some joke after that 
that you're it was like oh that was witty i was like i don't know i think he was just being a kid like, yeah answering. maybe <laughs> i'm like reading into it a little too much um he was great but though. he was great he was, he was adorable it was fun i had a blast watching him um the next act was named jonathan nosen i think that's how you pronounce his last name the 47 year old businessman <laughs> entrepreneur shows up with his yarmulke by the way which yes. i loved didn't, didn't notice that, that right away but um my my first thought was, what is he going to do? Which I feel like they do a lot with these acts. They set you up so you don't e- expect what ends up happening. Right. You know, what did you think before? I mean, that's that's the thing. If he wasn't dressed in that business suit, it would have been less impressive. Honestly, I, I was like, oh, wow, look at him. He's a contortionist. It was impressive, but it wasn't some of the other acts that we've seen. You know, I was like, that's cool. Yeah, when I saw him, my first thought was comedian. You know, mm-hmm. the guy dressed in the business suit, you know, he's going to come out here and make us laugh, and it's going to be that kind of thing. Totally surprised he starts doing contortion. His Instagram handle... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I was at Contorture, which oh. is kind of is funny because it looked really painful. Yeah, he had but, some scary facial expressions yeah, going on, too. Yeah, super scary facial expressions. He did it to Earned It by The weekend, which is like a really yeah. sexy song. And so that was a little weird. But um, <laughs> It was all a little weird. Yeah, you know, what Mel B said really struck home with me. She said that, you know, with Contortion, we always see people come out here and the girls and the sparkly outfits and... I agree. I've been watching this show for years, and that is what we see. I mean, when you think of a contortion act, you don't think of a guy like this. Not and a I suit. Think, I think that's why I would have given him a yes. You know, I thought it was different. It was something unique. We don't see this often, and I think maybe, you know, he'll bring some more to the table. I mean, Simon did ask that. He said, what would you do next? Uh-huh. And that was kind of a question that I had, too. Is it just going to be this again? Yeah, where does it go from here? But, but he said, oh, you know, just get ready. So we'll see if he actually can bring more to the table in round two. It, you have a good point. When he asked that, I was like, Simon's, we're on the same page. Yeah, because I do agree with Mel. Like, it was something different, but at the same time, I agree with Simon. Simon gave him a yes, but he seemed hesitant about it. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? I agree. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, but he got four, he yes, four yeses, which, again, we've seen a lot of. We've seen a lot of four yeses, a lot of unanimous um, agreeing that this act should go through, which I think is interesting. I th- I think in the past seasons, we've seen a little bit more fighting, you know, like two judges. A lot more fighting. Yeah. I mean, the only one that's really stood up for herself is Heidi. We'll talk about it later, but there were a few acts where we were both like, okay, fine. Hi- like, finally, someone is agreeing with us. <laughs> yes. Like, this is not talent, because you see so much strong talent on the show that sometimes I'm confused when other when, things slip through the cracks when things like, get uh, through it's because no. cause you see some decent ones go home so you wonder like how I, I don't know I sometimes question their judgeability <laughs> yeah um, well that's they're yeah. getting paid I guess yeah the big bucks <laughs> um Next up was Musicality, the high school choir. Yes. Warms my heart. They were really cute. Uh, they were an acapella group. They sang Night Changes by One Direction, which right away... Good choice. Right away I go, Simon, <laughs> Simon's going to love this. One Direction's his baby. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting choice. Um, what did you think about them? <sighs> the music critic in me has to be harsh, and it's like, if they didn't have this really, really nice, warm story... I mean, they came in, I was like, wow, what a nice sound, but they were... 
pitchy and they're young and I feel so bad saying it but Megan I was, just was like, a after buzz host for the voice so she yes. has been listening to extremely good <laughs> musical talent for the last 20 weeks or whatever I mean, I've also performed since I was six right so, so yeah I, but I they were good they were good they were good and they won't go very far they were good and America buys into these stories. I've been watching the show for a long time, and we love this kind of stuff. We're sappy people here, the America's Got Talent fans. So yes. I can see how this would go far. My one question was, do we think that this was better in person? Because the audience mm. was going crazy. Simon loved it, and he's, I feel like, hard to impress musically. So maybe we just didn't translate well to television, which I think sometimes can happen. There were a few acts later in the night that I was like, I wish I could have seen this in person. You know, because I think that there's a special... You you get something different when you're when you're there, and 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 in the end of the day, these shows are competing to be live in Vegas, mm-hmm. and so it really it's is almost good more in important person. to be good in person. So yeah. they got four yeses. Um, Heidi actually pointed out what I mentioned about them singing a One Direction song for <laughs> Simon. So yeah. I mean, I'm not the only one that thought about that. Um, then we kind of got like one of these little montagey packages. Um, we see the ballerinas, Florence and Olga, yeah. who we knew something was going to happen with yeah. these two. I was not buying the whole, like, we're just ballerinas thing. I had a feeling... I mean, you could tell that they really were dancers, though. I mean, yes. the pointed feet, and I mean, the, the technique was there. Totally. And I love how they switched it up and made it exciting. Yeah, they were like these Russian prima ballerinas. Um, they come out, and then it became like a comedy fight. Yeah. They started kicking each other and pulling each other's hair, and I was entertained by it, honestly, but they got X'd, I think. Um, they didn't make it through. The karate, uh, two guys, one was grabbing another one's crotch. They got an X. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of grabbing. Sure. And then he was cursing. He cursed at Simon. He's like, this show is beep. So that happened. And then monster, violin monster. Yeah. It was just like a little montage of acts that were not very strong. Um, not impressed. Yeah. So that was a package of a bunch of X's. Big nose. Then we get to Tita. Oh, gosh. The 62-year-old laughter coach from She Seattle. walked out on stage clapping for herself. Yes, she did. She is. She was confidence. Like... So what she <laughs> what she does is actually really nice. She works at a hospital and like gets people like laughter therapy to make them feel better, which I respect and think was beautiful. At first I was like, can I adopt her as my grandma? <laughs> and then she did her act and she did a penguin laugh and then a silent laugh. And at first you laugh like, oh, with yeah, her for a second. Different laughs. That's funny. But then it wasn't. Like, what did you think about this? It got crazy. It got weird. And it was nice at first, knowing what she did. But then it kind of turned into, like, you might just be a little off. And then it's not funny anymore. It's just kind of disturbing. And then it's uncomfortable. And then it's not funny. I mean, she, until the moment they got her off the stage, she was doing the weird. I was like, this is not a talent. She was, like, in some sort of character. Um, They all X'd her besides Howie, who someone X'd for him. But he (laughs) sort of liked her. Simon was like, have you been drinking? You're giving me a headache. I kind of agreed with him on that. Uh, I thought she was cute and charming, but definitely not talented. Um, then we see Simon's son and Howie's granddaughter being really cute together. We're going to get together. Yeah, they're trying to set them up. They're trying to set up a bunch of one-year-olds. A little too soon. A little too soon, but I do support it. That would be really adorable. <laughs> um, moving on to the next set of acts, we have the Edgar family. So Nikki Edgar and then her daughter Jazz... Um, and then her husband, ages 15 through 36. So as we see, that is a very narrow age range. Yeah. Nikki had jazz when she was a teen mom. Um, she had a record label, this woman, who, by the way, is gorgeous. We were talking oh about that. Oh, my She gosh. is so pretty. Stunner. And um, the kid is 
really good absolutely gorgeous singles. they're a beautiful family um she had a record label she was a christian singer she performed in front of hundreds of thousands of people and she got pregnant when she was really young we thought at first it was 13 it was not 13 <laughs> yeah. that worried me for when a minute. i was 13 we were like oh no <laughs> she got us she oh, got signed cool. okay. um no judgment though no judgment it's not my life yeah but anyway wow. anyway she got signed ended up getting all of her records pulled off the shelves when she was pregnant um ended up having her daughter and it's a beautiful story, and I feel like a lot of this show right now is about stories, more so than talent, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, at least this episode, I felt that way. They were very strong on the tearjerkers, and the, which is nice. It's nice to see. I mean, I'm a sucker for that stuff, so I was, like, sobbing for an hour. But um, I agree with Simon that the daughter was the strongest singer in this group. Uh, yeah. When he saw her, I saw her right away. I was like, Simon's going to like her. And then mm-hmm. Simon liked her. And I and I knew he would because she had the strongest of the three voices. And I hope next time they come back, she actually gets to sing the lead, maybe. She was yeah. really talented. When the husband came in first, I feel like we were all like, oh, we don't we don't care about you. Yeah. <laughs> Shh, go away. Yeah. <laughs> we want to hear the girls. I thought they were nice. I thought they had a really nice singing voice. And I think it was a little more about the story. Right. Which, you know, props sounds like a difficult yeah. thing to She's go through. Yeah, overcome but, a lot. But... You know. So they got four yeses. Um, I think that they have the potential to bring more to the table. I mean, there's always, like, a singing group of sorts, and so I'm interested to see where they go. Um, Next we have the amazing Slaydeck. And he was. He was. Amazing. so those of you who have watched previous seasons, last season, Uzer, whose last name I'm not even going to attempt to say, he (laughs) did the ladders, and this really reminded me of that. Uzer, if you remember correctly, fell and so I was really nervous the entire time that yeah. Gary Sladek was up there, as were the judges, I'm sure, because they were there in person when Uzair fell. But this was epic. This was, like, one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time. He went higher than anyone I've seen on the show. He stacked the chair so high that he was behind the X's. Yeah. That Peeking they, through that little set that's hanging up there. That was amazing. What did you think of this one? I was definitely on pins and needles the whole time. He was on chairs. I was on pins and needles. We both had to stand I'm up the worst. while we were watching this. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> I needed something. Um, I'm worse than those other comedians that we'll get to. It was amazing. Those aerial shots that they were doing where you see, like, the top of his toes, you know? So cool. So he, not only was he climbing the chairs, but then he would, like, do hand balancing on them. Like, 100 feet in the air. I don't know how, how old was he? 58? 57? Um, yeah, he's 58. Amazing. And he said that no one his age does what he does, and I can attest to that. I've never met a 58-year-old who does things like that. Heidi made a funny comment about his outfit. She's like, this outfit is so 70s. And I kind of liked it. It was who he was, and I thought he was entertaining. Definitely. Um, so he got four yeses, obviously. I was hitting my own personal golden buzzer for him. I loved <laughs> yes. this guy. He would have gotten my golden buzzer. I think that he is totally unique. We've seen stuff like this, but he pushed the limit more than I think I've seen in a, in a while. I mean, Uzair is very similar, but this was just a little different. You know, it, it was something It was something cool. We haven't seen a ton of, like, daredevil-y kind of acts yet yeah, this season. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he balances on next. Yeah, I think that this is an act where there's a lot of room for growth rather mm-hmm. than you know with some of these you wonder what they're gonna the contortionist you wonder what is he gonna bring next he's yeah. gonna just bend himself again and half. that was <laughs> very cool but you know so that was that um next up malevo malevo they refer to themselves Damn. as the magic mike of argentina which i can agree with yes i understand i do you want to have a go at explaining what they did because i oh, man can't quite put it into words. It was, you know what it was? Simon put it into words for us. What do you say? It was like Riverdance Part 2. I did not expect them. I didn't either. I thought it was going to be a fun, you know, kind of blue man group drumming thing, which it was. It was very impressive, just the drumming. But then, 
they are moving their feet and dancing, dancing. Incredibly, incredibly. And then, oh, and then they get out the whips. And then there's whips. whips. And I mean, it's also rhythmic, and it just must take so much practice to totally. get that. They in were line. in sync like you wouldn't yes. believe. They were amazing. Um, Howie says something that really stuck with me. He goes, I've been working on the show for years, and it gets hard to impress me, but you guys just impressed me. And yeah. I, as a viewer, I feel the same way. I feel like I see things that, like a contortionist, who if yeah. I had never seen something like that before, I'd probably be like, oh my gosh, he's in half. But this was like, okay, this is something new. I haven't seen this before. This is unique. I'm into it. And I love hearing what they all do for their day jobs. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I know that walking around in my daily life, I'm going to come across, you know, random people, and they do stuff like this. Yeah, you That's might, amazing. You might be talking to a badass Argentinian Mike, Magic Mike dancer and not even know it. <laughs> I wish. Um, I hope. So they got four yeses, obviously, well-deserving. I think that they're going to bring a lot more cool stuff to yeah. the table. Yeah. They're like passionate. They have a lot of tricks up their sleeve. The fact that they brought out, they whipped out. I can get one of those, too. Um, <laughs> there you go. They whipped out whips and tap dancing and drumming all in one act. I can only imagine what else they have up their sleeve. Um other than some sexy muscles. Yeah, the, the shirts unbuttoned. Heidi was into <laughs> Heidi it. Heidi was into it. She was into it. Um, I Yeah, I had a blast watching them. I think that they were really memorable and different, exciting. Like, it was fun to watch. I, I, I didn't want it to be over. It was one of those where I was like, I could watch this for another yes, five minutes. this could be in Vegas. Totally. I, I actually really agree. I think that some of these, you have to remember that that's the prize. Mm-hmm. And can you envision this show in Vegas? I can imagine them. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Not my favorite of the night, but not my least. Like, one of my... You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, the best of the night. We'll get to our favorites, but it was definitely up there. Um, Next up, we have a couple comedians. The first one. I was having secondhand embarrassment and, like, kind of physical pain watching this. And it, it hurt me to watch it. And I'm... Honestly... That must be hard for him to watch now, watching it back and having everyone... You know, I don't, I don't know. Tough. His name is Danny, and he's a comedian. Um, and Heidi guessed he was a comedian right when he came out, just by the way he looked, which I thought was funny. Um, Simon X'd him, but almost kind of turned away when he did it and did it with his elbow. I think he didn't, like, want to hurt him almost, but it just... It wasn't... It was a miss. It was a miss. I felt <coughs> like there is a lot of potential there. Sometimes I see comedy acts and I'm like, oh, you should just not do this with your life. Sorry. But with him, I was like, there's so much there. I would want to hear his material. Felt like he had the inkling of good timing. You know, I felt like his timing wasn't terrible. Maybe just like jokes about your mom in that sense just don't hit for one. (laughs) Yep. Thank you. He's on. You're on with the sound effects tonight. Killing it. I do think though what I, I appreciated what Howie did because the crowd was booing and saying X him, and that was hard to watch. And Howie, as a comedian, I'm sure everyone has shows that they don't do their best, that they have a choke moment, they don't perform the way they want to. And I think that this was his moment of failure, essentially. Um, but Howie was there for him and gave him advice and was like, listen, in the future, you're going to read the crowd, you're going to do this, yeah. this isn't the end for you. And I and I hope that someone like this comes back and auditions again next season and kills it. Because yeah. I think, like you said, I think he could. I don't think that there's nothing here. I think that there's definitely room for him to to grow. Um, <clears throat> see you next season, Danny yeah. Colombo. Let's see it. Let's see it back. I liked him. I think that he maybe could uh, surprise us in the future. Um, we had an, another uh, another comedian who was named DJ, 
And first second I saw him, I kind of had a crush on him. He's really cute. He has these blue eyes that are awesome. Um, so DJ was wearing hearing aids and talked about that right from the get-go, that he has had hearing loss since he was a kid. Um, his parents noticed that when he was about four. And he started doing comedy because he liked making people laugh and he didn't want to be known as the kid with the hearing aids. He mm -hmm. wanted to be known as something more. And this reminded me a little bit of Drew Lynch from last season. I know I talked about him last week, but Drew, the comedian with the stutter, and he used his... Uh, handicap essentially to his advantage and made jokes out of it and made light of the situation and I think that's very similar to what DJ did. Yeah. I his <clears throat> the progression in his act was very natural and Simon kind of touched on it and that is he made us comfortable with something that might normally make people uncomfortable. It's like, oh, are we, are we laughing at you? Like, that's weird. But right. he made us feel comfortable doing it, and I think that's really important. Totally. And his act was hilarious. The it whole was thing funny. was about his sexuality, because he started off by saying <laughs> partner, and he goes, everyone's quiet. What did he say? The room is quiet? And he goes, oh, wait, I can't hear that. Oh, but I did. <laughs> like, he, yeah. made, he, he was just kept picking at himself, and even the, the lines in passing were funny. Yeah. So I, I, I honestly want to watch it again to, like, I feel like I missed maybe a funny joke or something <laughs> that I, that just went over my head because I was so focused. Um, Him addressing things that's going on in the audience's head is yes. so smart. He was, it's so smart. He was doing my internal dialogue. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally, he was doing it for me, and so <laughs> I didn't even have to think that he made it easy for me. I just was laughing. Um, It'd be so funny if he bombed a joke and then just took out his <laughs> oh my gosh yeah he didn't want if he took out his hearing aids he wouldn't know that nobody liked it if he was at people were xing him um that's the way to roll with a yeah. bad joke that's like <laughs> yeah. what, how he's just talking like about. drop the mic <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. he is great i had a blast uh watching him uh, i actually thought that howie was gonna give him the golden buzzer i know howie loves comedians he gave drew the golden buzzer last year and i was like where's the golden buzzer but he got four yeses, and it was a lot of fun to watch. I am really excited for the rest of his material. I know yeah. Mel said, she's like, I didn't want it to be over. And yeah. I didn't either. I felt the same. I didn't think it was 90 seconds. I feel like sometimes when I'm watching these, I'm like, is it, uh, is it, is it time yet? <laughs> Why aren't they hitting those X's? No, this was awesome. I could watch. I like would go see him do stand-up tomorrow night if I could. He was yep. great. I really liked him. Not sure if he's gay or straight. Yeah, we still, we need everyone to get on let's, the Twitter right now. Let's tweet right at now. him and find out. Um... Not Let sure. us know. Let us know. I had a, I had a lot of fun watching him. Um, if he wanted to hang out with me, I would probably hang out. <laughs> watching him, listening to him, or just looking at him? I don't know. We'll Maybe see. both. Maybe both. Maybe, Maybe he'll tell biased. me some jokes. Um, uh, so I really liked him. He's another... I, if I, if The problem is with me is if I was a judge, I would like need 20 golden buzzers because I want to give them to everyone. Um, but he was great. Yeah, I'm rarely reaching for my golden buzzer. For my I golden, Danny's always like, Yes. <laughs> Yes. I have a golden buzzer where we watch and I have an X. And Megan yes. goes, is that your X or your golden buzzer? <laughs> no, I was like, X is over here. The, the X is here, the golden buzzer. I reach farther for my golden buzzer. But I like to, I should, I should get a little yellow. Like and, an easy button. Yeah, we should, oh, we should get that. Okay. And put a little gold paper it. on it. We'll do that. I mean, I'll bring it next week. Um, you already have one? I'm going to make it. This oh, got Arts it. Okay. and crafts. Um, yeah, that'd be funny. And I'll get gold confetti to fly out of the sky. I'll just throw it at you when we feel excited. <laughs> we're pretty annoying when we watch this show. I don't know if at home you watch the same way I do, but we're screaming. We're very reactive. We clap after the end of <laughs> yes, every act. That was great. Round of applause. I cheer. I cry. We cried. We'll get to that. Yeah, there's a lot of emotions. This is like a roller coaster <laughs> watching this show for me. Um, next up, we have John Hetlinger. I believe his last name is. He's an 82-year-old singer. <laughs> 
who Singer. was an aerospace engineer. He's been in the Navy. He's really had his resume is stacked. Yes, now impressive. He, he sings. Um, again, I'm trying to like adopt all these grandparents. When I first saw him, I was like, he is cute. I want him as my grandpa. Um, Look at that toucan on his shirt. Yeah, so colorful. So cute. His and pants his, are up here. And his, yeah, they were literally up here. And his wife was adorable. And they were so they were dancing together before. And he said that he sings and he likes to go on cruises. So I was thinking, you know, maybe a Frank Sinatra song or oh. something like. Something I was expecting, something like that. And then we got heavy metal headbanging music. Yeah, I was not happy about that. Me I just wrote weird. Yeah. Why was he not X'd earlier? I mean... No one X'd him. No one X'd no. him. No. I was disappointed about that. I was that. hitting my X. And you were that was when you asked me if I was hitting my golden buster because I think <laughs> you were judging me. Um, that was I was hitting my X. I didn't get this. The audience was like laughing and into it. This is one of those moments where it's like, is this a comedy act or is this a singing act? Because if it's comedy, I'm feeling it. Singing, not so much. Yeah, I think he was pretty serious. When he started singing, they cut to a shot of, I think, his wife and Nick Cannon backstage. And his wife was very intently listening, like, oh, like, I hope it's going well. And you Nick know, was so wasn't, Yeah, she was like, he's hitting all the notes. Like, this is really important. I was notes? Just, he was like, oh. Uh, notes. There are no notes in that uh, song. Yeah, I'm not really keen on music, but I do know that this was different. Um, anyway, I he won't got... miss him. Sorry, uh, John. You won't miss him. Well, you you oh, better not because right. he's he's coming back. You don't have to miss him. Um, he got three yeses yeah. from Mel and Howie, and then Simon. Simon almost came to his senses, and then he said, "I he have to did. agree with." The other two. two. I was like, and okay. so Heidi said no, and this is where I want to talk about Heidi. Mm-hmm. Heidi's my girl this season. Let me tell you, I'm a, I, I used to hate this. I'm gonna do it all day now because I. I it agree actually with helps. It helps. It I, looks really dumb. I did it while I was watching um, uh, Gary Sladek, and it actually was helping me. Um, but so John uh, got the X's from only from Heidi, and 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 Heidi, I agree with her because. She said X to Rose and Charlie, too, and I know we loved them, but, like, the talent is... These are those acts where, like, older people come on. Do we think they're comedians or do we think they're being serious? I'm not totally sure. Would Heidi, you watch this in Vegas? No. No. I would not pay to see this. Nope. You know? And so Heidi and I are on the same page this season. I agree with her. There are some that are, I mean... I guess I, I, I learned at work recently that, like, over 100 acts go through. So some of them aren't going to be as good as the others. But at the same time, I can't compare something like this to Gary Sladek, the guy with the chairs. No. I, they are in two different stratospheres. One is talent and one is not. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude, but... They, I, you got to get... Yeah. He's, he's got charisma. You know what? He's got chutzpah. He's got talent in a lot of other areas of his life. He's... He yeah, fixed the space station. And he belongs in space. Let's yeah, just leave it at that. He does. He was awesome. Uh, I kind of felt like I was on another planet when I was watching him. So he had, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm done with him. <laughs> had enough of yeah. uh, of John. But next we see some a little montage of yeses, which we don't usually see. I feel like the little montages are like no, 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 no. This was kind of fun. We got to see a couple really good acts. So we saw the Karate Kid, who was like a badass. <gasps> He was awesome. That was great. And I love what um, Howie said to him. They're like, do you ever get bullied in school? He goes, no, because people know not to mess with me. Yeah. He was serious. He was serious. And he was amazing. Yes, he was. Like, he was. doing crazy tricks. You were taking a note at the time, and I was you were hitting, hitting your me. arm. Did he look? Did he look? That's amazing. He was awesome. Flipping. He was really good. I did karate when I was younger. I was not that good, <laughs> to say the least. He was very talented in his acrobatics. Um, and we saw Tia Simone, a singer. She was also, like, dancing. Yes, she, she was, was getting it. She was a singer who was a uh, triple threat, I think. She was yeah, dancing. The and hair, sing- oh my was god, all over the place. amazing. 
So she was fun. Um, I'm excited to see her actually sing a full song. Uh, we only got to see a bit of her. And then we saw, I didn't catch his name. I don't think they said his name. Muscle Man. He was doing the weights oh, with the splits. Yeah. And then he gets Heidi up on stage with him and like bench presses Heidi and while doing the splits. Yeah. I was a little nervous for her. She just kept screaming, don't drop me, Am don't I drop decent? me. Yeah, her, well, her, she was wearing a skirt, which yeah. I would not have gotten up there in a skirt. Would you? I mean, if he was the one bench pressing me, yeah, I'd probably jump yeah, up there. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I would, I guess, trust his strength, but uh, the camera had to stay at a very specific angle not to go up her skirt. Um, but yeah, so they all made it through, all three of those, the Karate Kid, Tia, and the Muscle Man. Yes. Um, so I'm excited to see round two, we get a little more intimate with each act. So once the audition's are over, we'll probably get to see those for real rather than just in a quick snippet. Um, and then, oh, okay. So these final two, I need to like, yeah. okay, moment, clearing my mind of everything else I've seen because yeah. these final two were are the best. I think they were the best two acts we've seen at all so far this season. I would agree. Um, I need like six golden buzzers to juggle right now for the two of these acts. Um, so I always know when watching the show from my past experiences that when there's no intro for an act, you know, it's going to be epic. Mm -hmm. So we go straight from the commercial break right into this act without introducing them, without giving any of the story package that they usually do. They're like, yo, pay attention. This is about to be real. So we see these little lights and I wasn't sure what they were at first. Yeah. And they ended up being drones which was awesome. Like 20 of them. Yeah, I couldn't count them because they were I moving count. so I'm much. estimating. Yeah, something like that. And so there were drones with five dancers. Very and ethereal. As the dancers were moving, the drones were moving with them and the lights were changing. And I've seen a lot of cool multimedia dancing acts on the show, but it's usually like we saw last week with the screens mm-hmm. um, and, you know, with the birds and things like that. But this was something I have never seen before. Yes, it was very contemporary so cool and what's especially exciting is there is exponential room for growth because they're using this technology that's already expanding and then the the opportunities to grow and do things with it there's a lot of room it's great yeah this is one of those acts where you know that they're gonna bring i i I think this act could win yeah i'm gonna be honest like this is i when i when we were watching it i was saying i feel like i'm watching their show in vegas right now i would pay to see this this is very cool simon said something like I was waiting for an act like this you know he's like I knew this was coming and here it is because the technology these days is so advanced like playing with it like that is what they should be doing and this act was from Japan they were called 11 11 play 11 play which we found out after and equally impressive to the dancing was the five guys that were controlling all the drones because at first I was thinking are they already pre-programmed? Mm-hmm. But they actually had like techies dressed in all black doing this while the girls were dancing. So they had to be choreographed. So with much them. coordination. Amazing. And, so much coordination. And if one thing messed up, it would have messed up the entire thing. Because if you think about that, if one drone went out of line, it would have knocked into all the other ones. Like it had to be perfect to it. Like they were a machine as a group. Yes. Well said. They were a machine. They're a well-oiled machine, and I can't wait to see what they do next. They had four yeses. I was like fairly certain a golden buzzer was going to happen, but it didn't. But I didn't care because they were so great. I was. I gave them mine. Yeah. <laughs> I've been giving them out left. They don't right. need one. No, they know? don't. They, that is actually very true. I agree with that because golden buzzer. What it does is it sends you directly to. The live shows, and I have no doubt in my mind that this group is going to make it to the live shows. Yeah, I can't like, wait to see what they do. I, I actually am almost glad they didn't because we'll get to see more of them in the next few weeks. Uh-huh. You know, we don't yeah. have to wait until the live shows to see them. We're going to get to see them again soon. Um, so, Eleven Play, you're awesome. That was very cool. And then, last but definitely not least, 
we have Grace Vanderwall, 12-year-old singer. Yes. She's adorable. Megan, Megan, who is very critical of singers, actually liked this one. I did, I did. I really, you know, she does this, she has a very mature voice for a 12-year-old. I'm curious to see how it changes as she matures and goes through puberty and maybe gets training. I don't know what kind of training she already has. But this, like, affected way of singing, you know, like... Switching. It was very Florence Welchy, I thought. It or, was. Or something. It was. And there's a big opening, a big welcoming for that kind of weird, affected, you know. Folky kind of music. Yes. And she was playing the ukulele, and she sang an original song. An which, original which song. Is, which, honestly, even on any singing competition show, that doesn't fly in auditions. I don't know if you know, like, when you watch this kind of show, or if you watch The Voice or even American Idol when it was on, you it's sing kind of covers. Out upon, yeah. You sing covers, and if if you sing an original, it better kill, uh-huh. or else, or else you're just gonna like. Eh, this song gonna... had dynamics, a change in I tempo. I would buy it. Yeah, I would buy it. It was very. The lyrics were very introspective. Totally. I mean, I can't wait to see what she does, and she deserved that golden buzzer. I didn't 100%. exactly see that coming. I didn't either. Um, I actually was losing track of time because I know the golden buzzers are always at the end, but I was losing track of time, so I wasn't really expecting it, and then it happened, and I was. Howie! I think I, I, you know, did a mic drop with my pen. (laughs) And then, we're forgetting the most important part, almost. Simon. The the most... I I mean, I got up and walked away from the table at that point. Yeah. So, Simon says to her, which, coming from Simon, as all of you know... He is the music producer extraordinaire. He discovers celebrities. He discovers the biggest stars. One Direction, like P- Kelly Clarkson, people that are huge celebrities. Carrie Underwood, all these people from Idol, all these people from X Factor. He says she is the next Taylor Swift. Which Damn, girl. If Simon Cowell says that to you, he goes, we found a star. He was yes. like, I'm mad I didn't hit my own golden buzzer. Mm-hmm. That She's was, special. She I mean, is. She is. She I, is. I, I, I drew a star <clears throat> next to her because I was like, she is a star. You literally wrote chills by. <laughs> Chills by. Yeah. Can't. She's everything. This girl is a queen and I love her. And her hair is adorable and pink and cute. And her song really told the story. Mm-hmm. And it's like a 12 year old girl gets up there and slays like that. It, it, just like that. Just like that. It made me think, like, I can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> me and Grace taking on the world. Giving us um, hope. I mean, they said, you know, people are going to know your name now because her song is about people not knowing her name. And her life is, I think, changed forever. This girl, because I think I com- I compared her a lot to Laura from last week, the thirteen year old girl. They're probably gonna be best friends now that I think about it. Thirteen year old girl and twelve year old girl on the same show. Yeah, roommates. Um, so I compared them a lot to each other, and in my opinion, I like Grace better. Uh, it's more my type. It's more type of music. I think that Laura is equally talented in terms of uh, opera singing is very impressive. But yeah. I think in terms of like what America wants, I think that they're gonna like. Grace a little bit more, but I don't know. I, I think about Jackie Ivanko from season four, who was an opera singer, who was about um, Laura's age at the time, ended up winning. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that both of these two girls are forces to be reckoned with in this competition and are going to go far. Different parts of America will gravitate toward each of them. Each I agree. of them. I agree. I think. Yeah. I mean, I have no words for Grace. I already requested to follow her on Instagram. Like, she's amazing. <laughs> Big fans. Big, Big fans already. Fan Can't Grace. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. We won't see her in the coming weeks, which is I disappointing. Know. So that's that's what made me think of that with Eleven Play. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we won't see Grace now until the uh, live shows. But I wonder if you think. Do you think she's going to sing a cover again, or a cover this time, or do you think she's going to sing an original again? I can't guess what I think she'll do, but I will tell you. I hope 
that she does a cover. I hope so, too. That was I hope my that thought. she does a cover. I think that it was brave of her to come out with an original right off the bat, mm-hmm. but... It's like she hooked us. She right. threw out the line. She hooked us. But to sink but to, us? to reel us in, we need something familiar yeah, now. I agree. I think that she... I, I, I'm trying to think who I want her to sing. Like, I, there are so Taylor many, Swift? Yeah, you're right. She could say... Oh, and she played her ukulele and was adorable. Like, the whole... She was the whole package. Like, she wore her yellow pants, little <laughs> bow. Like, she was a doll like I loved her and wanted to take her home and have her sing for me all the time like, yes I, I would she buy should sing something at a Simon's catalog yeah she she should that would be special. that would she, be a smart she should, play she should sing a song from something Simon's worked on and I mean he, she already won Simon's heart but I think that she's won mine now too <laughs> um anyway Howie gave her golden buzzer we talked about that very well deserving um do we want to talk about our favorite acts of the night? I think it's pretty obvious, but we yeah, can, I think we can chat about it a little unanimous. bit. Unanimous. How about favorites? Uh, like favorite and least favorite of the night. Um, let's not include Grace because she got the golden buzzer and she's Fair obviously enough. favorite. So like, let's do besides Grace. Okay. Who is your absolute fave? Eleven play. Eleven play. Yeah. It was so unique. I agree. And special. And it made you feel something, it made you amazed, it made you want more. Not that some of those other acts don't, but right. that that just got to me. And what about least? Least favorite. Least favorite. Oh. Tita? Does she even count? <laughs> Can she I does. okay. Least favorite of the people who actually made it through, Jonathan the contortionist, because I'm like, that's very cool. I don't care. Right. <laughs> okay, fair. I agree. Um my favorite going through, uh, Amazing Sladek, The Chairs. Yes, I know you love him. I love that stuff. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I want to look away but keep looking, whereas <laughs> last week with the meat hook, yes. I actually had to look away and I was going to throw up. That so was a step too far. This, this was, was cool. So disgusting. That was so yeah. disgusting. I couldn't handle it at all. I yeah. could not handle it. My stomach is not equipped for that. It I seemed was... like his assistant couldn't even handle it, really. Yeah. yeah. No one could handle that. That was gross. <laughs> I was not into it. This I was into. This was cool. This was dangerous. This was something unique, cool, different. Least favorite of the ones made it through, John Hedlinger. Okay. The 82-year-old singer who sang <laughs> Heavy Metal. Yeah. Listen, respect. He's a cool grandpa, probably. Neat guy. Neat guy. Did not love the actual act. Like I said, if it was comedy, maybe I could get on board with it. But that guy was serious. But he was very serious about his heavy metal headbanging, yeah. whatever kind of music. Uh, maybe maybe it's just not my kind of music. I'm going to open my mind to him maybe for next time. I'm going to keep mine closed. Do you enjoy <laughs> keeping that open? Um, if he sang like a modern song, but heavy metal style, would you have appreciated it more? Like if he did Taylor Swift, but no. metal style? I don't think so. I, I actually think I didn't, like, I don't think his voice was strong. You no. know, I think I've heard people sing like heavy metal before and I'm like, okay, I can maybe understand how a group of people could be mm-hmm. into this kind of music. Not my cup of tea, but, Like, you pop know. goes punk. Right, There's a totally. Whole but I just think that this is more... That. This is more of a hobby. That's what I'm gonna say. It's more of a hobby than a talent. Stick to your, j- your day job, John. Well, he day retired, job, so this is his day job. <laughs> oh, no. So, um, you know, it's a hobby. I don't know if necessarily it will go far in the competition. I think that the other acts from tonight, some of them were just so far superior uh, that made it through that I don't think I could give him... Uh, any no golden buzzers. No golden buzzers for him. Shocker. Um, all right. Well, that is wrapping it up for this week. Uh, America's Got episode. Talent. Yeah, it was a great episode. I had a lot of fun. Looking forward to more of season eleven. Where can they find you if they want to continue the conversation about all these fun acts tonight? Please continue the conversation with me. I have so much to say on Twitter and Facebook at Megan Boykoff. And you can find me everywhere on the internet at Danny Golub. It was nice uh, chatting with y'all. See you next week. Bye. 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.